my favorite, find out ex niggas done stole it. This is a message to the black man in America From Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of Allah To whom praise is due forever It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical sages letter I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb Hitting every nigga in the head with Islam And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks Damn the KKK Your cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood Yo, we don't play Go get your buddies and your white cheeks fixed with a bag Man. The follow-up round time. Hitting every nigga in the head. 
independence to all African descendants who came here in the year 1555 and lost 600 million lives on a ship from Africa to North America. Study the man's character, then listen to the messenger, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Drop the supreme wisdom atomic bomb, but you ridiculed and rejected him. Very few of you niggas accepted him. You love to argue, but hate to listen. You condemn the Muslims, but you ain't a Christian. Well, what is a Christian? One who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterous, fornicators and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who had sex with an innocent white woman, but Jesus is black. So why the hell are you waiting for a white man to come back? Look inside the book of Revelations, hard chapter one, giving a description of the true and living black God. Damn, Uncle Sam, better know as the colored man, read the final call for all of America. And our Savior has arrived with the plan from God himself, called message to the black man. Assalamu alaikum family. Can you all hear me and see me? Let me know if you can hear me and see me. Thank you all for tuning in today. We have another uh, important message, I believe. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to seek refuge in Allah. We talking about the departure of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So today's topic will be following up with how to seek refuge in Allah. So in the name of Allah, who we believe came in the person of Master Far Muhammad, the beneficent and merciful. We thank him for raising up for us the exalted Christ, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank those two for leaving in our midst a divine warner, God, and the <laughs> Messiah in our midst, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. It's in there three names I would like to greet you all with the greeting words of peace. We said in the Arabic language of Assalamu alaikum. All right. Um, how this is going to go, I'm going to talk about a few things, read from this book, which is my favorite book. Uh, closing the gap, the heart, mind, and soul, spirit of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I want to read a passage for you all. And then we're going to hear directly from the minister on seeking refuge in Allah. All right. If y'all ready, just comment ready. Y'all settled in. You, you, you got your laptops or your phones ready. If y'all all good, just put ready in the comment section. So we can get going. All right. So the first thing I want to, before I get into the book, first thing I want to kind of talk about is seeking refuge in Allah. What does seek even mean? When you look at just the, the regular Oxford dictionary, uh, I, I want to read a few definitions. One 
meaning of seek is attempt to find something. Another definition that we read says ask for something from someone to resort to, to go to, request, to try to acquire or gain. Now, as we just look at that, I want us to think about how we are during times of trouble. When it comes to the God, are we attempting to find? Or are we just letting life happen, praying, oh, Lord, get me out of this one. Oh, Lord, help me. Are you attempting to find the refuge and the security that's already there? I just want us to just think back. We have our relationship problem as we all have. When we have our financial problem as we all have. When we have our mental problem as we may all have here and there. Are we seeking to find refuge in his word as the minister spoke on yesterday? Where has he already given us the knowledge on this? The wisdom on this, the consolation on this, are we seeking it? Are we, look at this, are we asking for something from, are we asking him for it? Not no, I know we know the regular prayer, oh, the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, all praises due to Allah, the Lord, so the world, the beneficent, the all master of this day of judgment in which we now live, the alone. Yeah, yeah, do those. But I'm talking about when you're going through that problem, oh Allah. Mm, I am afraid. Please help me find and discover and help me with my discernment to discover the strength to overcome. You know what I mean? I'm talking about when you what I'm going through, personal message that you're saying between yourself, not trying to say it in front of everybody else. Not trying to do it so people can see that you're communicating with the God multiple times throughout the day. Now, I'm talking about them personal. Are you seeking? Okay, I'm going through this, though. Where can I find this for refuge for this specifically? Let's look at the other definition. Then it goes on to say to resort to. So the knowledge that we already have, right? Through human beings from the God, right? Do we resort to that or do we resort to fear? Do we resort to worry? Do we resort to our old ways before we came into knowledge? Our natural reaction, which is just our reactive mind, which may not be always the best choice. Are we resorting to his advice, his way, his thought? And we're going to get into that when we get into the book here. Seeks advice. Try to acquire or gain. What do I mean? If the Bible says his ways is not our ways, his thoughts is not our thoughts. Are we striving to get his perspective? Now, we just read yesterday that Allah is the true center of everything. Think about this. If he is at the true center of everything that going on with with our people, instead of having the woe is me perspective, 
which is easy to have when you're going through pain, which is easy to have when you're going through constant difficulty. We then must have to stop, though, at one point and say, Allah, what's your perspective? What am I supposed to get from this? You know, how can I view this how you view this? Some of us going through the same problem over and over and over again. And we ain't never sat down to ask, why, Lord? Why are you either permitting me to go through this or this is either your active will for me to experience this? And I believe, family, when we evolve to that perspective, Allah, what do you want me to see? Allah, why are you either allowing me to go through this? Then we go through it with a different perspective because we know Allah what? He wants us to be successful. Because we know Allah what? Wants ease after this difficulty. Huh? We know Allah what? Came 9,000 miles to not crush us and condemn us, but uh, what did he do? He seeked to save us. So if I know that is his ultimate will for him to seek and save that which was lost, anything that's going on in my life, if I'm a true believer, I know it's for my greater good. I just got to rise above my emotions into the thinking of God, no matter how difficult our life can be. And I know we done had some difficult time. We just came through a pandemic. Jobs was lost. Families was lost. We into it. We fighting. People done died. Oh, man, it's some difficulty. But Allah is what? The best knower and the best of planners. See, these are certain things that we got to resort to. Oh, Lord, I don't understand that one. Man, why didn't you take? Oh, my. I don't understand that one, Lord. Ah, but I know you're the best knower, the best of planners. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Let's just think back. Fam. I want us to analyze this. If you never if you never have done this before, I want us to look back five years ago at that situation that you thought you would never get through. Oh, my goodness, Lord. I don't know how I'm going to make this decision. Oh, Ooh, Lord, I don't know how, man. I just, oh, my, I don't know how I'm going to. And then look at you today. Boy, you done came through it. Sister, you done came through it. He done brought you through. If you still here and you don't went through uh, traumatic experiences, near death experiences, God, a hundred percent saving you. He's a hundred percent in saving you. You still here. You still got a chance and a choice. As I learned from brother uh, Jay Prince, everybody wake up with a chance and a choice. We got another chance and a choice today. But I want us to look back and, and look at, man, what, it, what has God brought me through? And then this is what I really want us to think about, family. What did I learn through that hard trial? This is what I do. I'm not the, the example. I'm just sharing some stuff that I do. I look back and say, whoa, I didn't like how that felt while I was in it. But now... To this date, I see why it was important because that type of mistake would never happen again. And watch this. I thank you, Allah, for preparing me and allowing me to go to that when I was here because, oh, you done prepared me for when you moved me up here. Y'all see what I'm saying? It's some relationships y'all done been in. Brother done hit you upside the head. 
sister done did something to you and you 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 didn't know how to handle it then. Well, boy, you kept going through it. It's like a lot kept, damn, you keep putting the same type of, and then you said, oh, I'm not having that no more. Then over time you evolve and look at, look at how things is going now. Don't mean you're not going to have problems. Don't mean you're not going to still experience things, but I don't know about y'all, me personally, there's some things that I hate that I was going through a couple years ago, five years ago, two years ago, three years, 10 years ago, that today I can look back and say, oh, that's why that was necessary. That's why that was needed. And then those of us, this is a thought that I had, those of us as redeemers strive to accept that mission. Yeah, you going to go through some stuff, son. It's just what I've heard. Well, I don't know if it was from God. Let me just tell you what I heard. It felt in my spirit. You got to go through stuff, boy. Because in order for you to really feel them, I need you to feel something similar. So that you ain't just speaking from theory. I want you to say what Allah did for you. Oh, but when I can say, well, I was in the fire and didn't know when I was going to come out. And I can tell you what the faith in the God did for me. Oh, the power of a testimony. So some things, it ain't even for you. It's because God may know that we finna come out of this thing. And when we come out, we ain't gonna go come out cursing God. We gonna come out saying boasting in the God. All praise is due to Allah for what he done for me. And in doing that, and, and, and you going through an experience, somebody's going to say, oh, I can relate to that. I see my brother Winford in the house. See, he was in prison for 15 years. Good. Can you, um, I can't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't imagine 15 days. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I was, I've been in Facebook jail damn near two years. But you that type of jail. I'd shoot, I'd shoot 15 minutes. But his experience when he comes out and he talks about what he's been through and what he had to overcome and what he had to overcome with his son and how he overcome financial trial and how he could have just gave up and how he kind of. Oh, man, that type of testimony. I can say, boy, you ain't been to prison now. Now, yeah, you done been through some financial situations and you done you done had some. Oh, you done been through it. But boy, he came through this hero. You ain't been through that there. So that I can feed on that. I can feed on that faith. If God could bring him through, damn, I know he can bring me through with this. So sometimes, man, you don't know that what God is permitting and allowing you to go through is finna say, listen, you finna save some people just on your faith alone. Minister said to Honorable Elijah Muhammad, did he say that if Allah didn't show me how I would escape, then I wouldn't, I'm paraphrasing because I know I'm not quoting this verbatim, wouldn't basically know how, how you would. If he wouldn't save, I don't know how you would be saved. That's my version of it because I, I just, I know I'm not saying it verbatim. But I look at that like the minister. Man, the minister has been through so much. Oh man, but through his do it through his faith alone, not a word. We know it's the word, but through his faith alone, through his life alone, I can look at that and say, wow, if the minister can get over that. And he's just a student. He got the same word we got. He got the same guy we got. 
We can do it too. We ain't going through nothing as at, at the magnitude that he is. <sighs> then the minister teaches us. Now I know y'all know I mess up, I mess up words now. That there is 15 pounds of atmospheric. Is am I saying that right? Atmospheric pressure on our bodies every 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 second, every inch of the body. And, and the reason that we don't feel that pressure coming down on us is because we got the opposite going out. Asmosphere, yeah, there we go. Going out. What does that mean? What is that a sign of? What? Satan makes evil fair seeming and he's going to always be pulling on us. So if we want to not fall and fold, under pressure, we must put enough in to combat and counter what's coming at us. But Satan, he always on his job Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we, as our, as our great brother, student minister, Brother Malik teaches us, hey man, Monday, Friday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday ain't enough, son. It, it has to be a daily thing. Daily. Not just you studying for two hours when you come to study group. No, boy, you in this world, this wicked world, Satan is the God of this world. Ain't that what the scriptures, the scriptures say that? Satan is the God of this world. You think Couple, you go on a study group a couple days. You go into the mile one Sunday. And then you there for an hour and a half. You think that's enough? Dealing with this world that's pulling on you daily when you're scrolling on Instagram, when you're scrolling on Twitter, when you're on Facebook, when you're watching TV, when you go outside, when you're looking at the signs, when you listen to the music, when you're watching the movies. He's in everything. Unless we produce it. So you don't think you have to constantly be strengthening yourself, constantly be strengthening our mind to be strong enough to withstand this world. Many of us are making decisions, whether we know it or not, based on based on his way. Oh, see now. See, now I know we I know we we done learned the student enrollment. Who is the original man? The Asiatic black man. Ah, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. That's who I am. Yeah, that's our potential. That's our potential. This ain't my word. This the minister word. The minister said, yeah, that's our potential. Right? But he also says some of us have been grafted into them. So some of us, when we get into relationship problem, the way that you responded, that ain't the way that God, that ain't, this shit ain't the way to God. Where you responded to that That money problem Well how you responded That ain't the way of God The way you responded to that So we don't even know He still got our mind Still got us The way that we responded Based on how 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 Our mothers And fathers reacted Without us even knowing And who had their mind The way that we want to respond to certain problems is, is how some damn movie said to do it. And who wrote that script? 
The way that we want to respond is that is, is our is our song that's been banging for the last two months. But who who was behind writing that song? And if it was the artist who had his mind, first thing you want to do, shit, let's, I'm on slide on now. Mo three, my dude, now Mo three, my dude. But I can't every time I'm mad, I'm about to slide on them. And I'm not, not, nah, it's a, it's a hard song now. Hard song now. But I can't respond. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't the, the source of my strength. May get me through some days now. It may, it may, you know, when you're mad and you want to do it in your mind, you might listen, you might put the song on now and, 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 and imagine it. But no, nah, I can't act on it. Because they say it's, it's not what goes in the man that defiles him. It's what comes out now. So think about that. Who mind do we really have? Whose mind do we really have? If as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Be ye transformed by what? The renewing of the mind. If they got our mind, oh, you best believe they got our behind. So let's continue. I'm through. Let's get, let's get to the minutes. Well, I hope I didn't, you know, bore nobody. I'll shoot, you know. I just wanted to come on in. Okay, here we go. This, this, is, uh, this is closing the gap. This is the introduction. Now, this is the introduction. I want us to look at this. Every student's dream is to be close to his teacher, his or her teacher. Ain't that us? So close that he or she is considered the favorite and even closer that one day the student hopes to be like or equal to the one teaching. Any good student yearns for the day when his teacher calls upon him because he takes pleasure in showing the teacher he got his lesson. He takes pleasure in being ple pleasing in being pleasing Pleasing him, him, his intent. Okay, this is written wrong. He takes pleasure in being pleasing his in the teaching site. I'm going to, I think they meant he takes pleasure in being pleasing in the teacher site. Little error there. Not only is it the student's desire to be like the teacher or to one day become a teacher. It is the aim and purpose of the teacher that the student one day equals and even surpasses him. This is what fuels any good teacher. It is his driving force. It is also what gives him patience with the student, for he sees and knows the power that is active in the teacher lays dormant in the student. So it is the teacher's aim to ignite the energy that is potential and turn it into kinetic. Now we're going into what we're supposed to be doing now. So the teacher will perform all kinds of stunts, if you will, to get the attention of the student, to show the student what is inside of him. But oftentimes, instead of the students taking hold of the truth of the witness of his teacher as a sign of his own attributes, all the teacher gets is more accolades, claps, cheers, tears and salutes. Uh-oh, it's coming home to us, ain't it? Y'all see it, it's getting closer. But that's not where he, the teacher, is in fact. In fact, he wants none of that. His greatest desire, 
that in which he came into the world for and that which he will give his life for is for his students to become what he or she already is. Oh, man. Y'all thought we was going to remain little Negroes all our life and we was going to put all the responsibility on the minister all our life? Uh-uh. Newsflash. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad stated that the ultimate aim and purpose of Master Far Muhammad was, is, to make each one into a God. Ooh. Now watch this, y'all. If that is his purpose and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wouldn't have a purpose except for the purpose of the master and Minister Louis Farrakhan wouldn't have a purpose except for the purpose of the student of the master, then it is safe to say that the ultimate aim and purpose of Minister Louis Farrakhan is the same as the master to make each one of us into a God. Wow. Now I got a question that's not in the book. Now my question is, 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 is camel backing, veggie backing off of this question. If that, hold on, where it says, it is safe to say, no, it says, if that his purpose and the honorable Elijah Muhammad wouldn't have a purpose except for the purpose of the master and the minister wouldn't have a purpose except for the purpose of the student of the master. Then my question is, we we wouldn't if we wouldn't we not have a purpose if it wasn't for the student of the student of the master, which then will make our purpose to make each one of us into a God if we in that classroom. So after they make us. And God breathed into us. Wouldn't it be our purpose to go out and make our people into gods? And it wouldn't just be on them three to do it. It would be our mission too. Because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, my mission is a message to the black man to give life to the dead. Huh? What I teach brings them from death into life, mentally and spiritually. Wouldn't that be our mission? In their presence or out of their presence. Come on now. Watch this. For this cause I have come into the world, says Jesus, ultimately to be the bridge that connects and binds man back to his original state. Where there is no gap in thought, where there is no separation between man and God. This couldn't be achieved by Jesus or any of the messengers of Allah unless they themselves went through the process or actually stood in the gap between man and God. Sounds like instruction to me. Come on now. I'm trying to get our instruction. Now look at this. This meaning man, no separation between man and God. This couldn't be achieved by Jesus or any of the messengers of God unless they themselves went through the process. In other words, how I'm looking at this, we got to go through the process. Now, let me stop this real quick. How many of y'all are married? Press the number one. Or how many of y'all have been married? This, I didn't even plan on speaking on this, but I'm finna speak on this. How many of y'all have been married? 
or you're married. Now, let's think about this. The Quran says that marriage is half of our faith. Wow. Now, I, I, I asked how many of y'all been married or is married because only those who have been who's married or pretending to be married would understand. Is it hard to become one? Now, I'm going to publicly say, I'm, man, I struggle. Oh, I'm, whoo, I got a lot of growth. Boy, I stay in the dollhouse. Stay in the dollhouse. <laughs> and I say, good God almighty, this is difficult. And this is just with the woman. You struggling to become one with your husband. With your woman. Oh, do you know how difficult it's going to be to become one with the God? That's to me, that's a sign. The minister said, you're not married. Went down there, we got paperwork. No, marriage or married is when you have become one. Y'all ain't one yet just because you done put the ring on and you didn't propose and you didn't had your vows read and you didn't, they didn't stamped it. No, that don't mean that you necessarily married. Y'all are, you have began the process to become one. Just like when we joined the nation, I done raised my hand. Okay. You went through your student enrollment. Okay. You done memorize your actual facts. 57 million, 20, 55,000 square miles. How much is the water? Oh, 139 million, square miles. How about, oh yeah, you can quote it. Looking good, son. Looking good, sister. But you ain't, we ain't became one with these teachings yet. Oh, we ain't, don't think we done arrived just cause our letter done came back and that thing done passed. Celebrate it. Good feeling. All praise is due to Allah. But we have now started our journey to becoming one with Allah. Look at the difficulty. It's things you begin to discover that you overlook in the beginning. Some, some of y'all didn't even know that. Damn, sister ain't took no bath in two, in two months. She never took no bath around. Now, I ain't talking about my wife. Don't get, don't, don't get no, don't get, I know how the devil, don't get no thoughts. Now, I'm just throwing some out there. But after you with them for a while, now you notice they ain't took no bath. Now you, now you starting to notice, brother, don't never keep his hair brush. Damn, you ain't never keep, I ain't keep my hair brush in the beginning. Why are you saying that now? You start to discover things now. The more you up close on it. But see, when you're long distance, or when you're in courting and y'all not living together, oh, everything is going good. Oh, oh everything is going good. But when you see them every day, oh, friction there. You start, oh, you start to notice stuff. You see mad that you done left the toilet up. Huh? You done left the stove on. Hmm? Certain things, you, I mean, you just, you get to noticing everything when you up close. The minister talks about in the beginning, the communication is heavy. What you do today? Oh, you know, I didn't do nothing. You can be on the phone. You know, I mean, we was on the phone for two weeks straight. Now, ain't they don't you don't want to hang up? No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, uh-uh, you hang. Okay, just stay on the phone. You just want to hear him breathe. Now you don't want to hear him in the house. 
God, you don't even want to, you don't even, come on now. I see, see, I'm looking, I see, I see some married, I see some married people in the comments say, y'all, y'all bearing witness. Y'all bearing witness when you're up close. But look at us. We get with God. We praying all the time, ain't we? Oh, we get to praying all the time. We making all five of them. We ain't never, oh, you, you on it. You fasting and everything going good. And then you start striving. And you in a little bit longer. You in now. It's your third year. Uh-oh. You start starting, starting to, starting to get difficult. See? So I'm noticing as I'm going through this, I'm like, man, that's some of the same similarities. And, and, and what I found is the best way to do this is through communication. Well, what is communication with God? Through prayer. God know the struggles of our life. God know it get difficult. But make sure we stay in communication. See, but we got to do that also in a relationship, stay in communication, but not just communication, but comprehension, because you may be talking, but yeah, I'm, I'm not understanding it. Or I may be talking and you hear me, but you're not understanding and comprehending me. So what you saying back ain't even got nothing to do with what I just said. So if that is half our faith, man, and you know how difficult marriage is when you're trying to work that thing out. Come on, man. You don't think your journey to God is going to be just as hard or harder. So be be patient with yourselves like you got to be patient with them, like she got to be patient with you. And then I want us to remember this in relationships and in friendships. As I'm doing this comparison between relationships and God. Please remember your relationship with the God. Please remember there are some things you told God that you would do that you haven't done. Please remember that you told God, God, if you get me out of this one, y'all know how it is. You done, you done, you done got in some. Oh, you done did some. Oh, Lord, if you get me out of this one, Allah. Oh, I'm, I'm straightening up. Ooh, I'm straightening up. Please, I'm finna make all my rock. I'm finna go to church. I'm finna be at the mile every month. And then after it happened, what did you do? What did you do? The, 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 the Quran says, surely man is ungrateful to him. And then when your woman or the brother does something, they mess up. They didn't do what they said. Oh, you finna, you finna, you finna, boy, you finna turn them out the frame. But then you done, if you look at your relationship with God, you done did that with God many times. And is he still merciful to you? Is he still beneficent to you? Does he quickly throw you away? Now, I'm not saying take foolishness. I'm not saying this is deceptive intelligence to uh, 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 take someone who's not giving effort Take someone who done slapped you Take someone who just flat out disrespectful Ain't trying, ain't doing nothing That's a different story But for those who's striving And they having a hard time growing Remember your growth with the God Remember, remember your struggles with your relationship with God And if God would treat us The way that you treat your brother The way that you treat your sister The way that you treat your husband The way that we treat our wives The way that you treat your mother and father Would we still be here? 
That's just something I want to point out. Just one, just something I want to point out. But let's continue. Okay, this is where we at. Well, this 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 is back to closing the gap. Well, where exactly is the gap? It was put like this in the Old Testament. My thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are my ways your ways. Mine are from above, while yours are from beneath. Then it went on to say that as that that as the rain falls down from heaven, so shall my word be that cometh out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that I will and prosper whereunto I send it. It's clear by this statement that someone is operating or thinking on a higher level and therefore able to do greater things and accomplish more than the one who is operating beneath. So there forms a gap or a difference in the results of a person whose thoughts are from above and the persons whose thoughts are from beneath. Boy, this is some good teaching here, ain't it, boy? The gap exists in the thought consciousness. And if the gap exists in thought, then the gap can be closed by thought. I love that last part. Man, I love that last part. Because to me, that shows that Brother Jabril, who is the writer here, I believe, understands that if it's a problem, man, it's a solution. Look at everything in our lives. He said this. If the gap exists in thought, then it can be closed by thought. Think about your relationship. If it was uh, if the gap exists now. By lack of communication, then it can be closed by communication. This mathematics, man. Thing we ain't gotta make stuff so hard. It's undoable. We can't do it. Man, people, people done been shot, done been killed in relationship, and we haven't looked communication problem. We think, oh, I can't get. See, you got a financial problem. How was it? How did it exist? Oh man, I didn't know what I was doing. Boy, lack of lack of IQ. Lack of financial literacy. Okay, if that's how your gap existed in form, then you close it with financial literacy. Okay, bad investment. Okay, how did you do it? Man, I didn't really look all the way into it. Didn't do my due diligence. Okay, next time, do your due diligence. See, life is just, we make it so hard, man. So I love this, the fact that he's saying if it was, if, if the gap exist through thought then we close it with the right thought faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen what is the substance the honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that thought can be measured it travels at the speed of 24 billion miles per second is thought substance and if the thought is substance how do we transfer that substance into material evidence we are told in the scriptures that as a man or woman thinketh in his heart, so is he. At no time does man ever exist or experience anything that he is not conscious of being. Oh, he getting deep now. Pause. Try as you might to fight the circumstances, situations, or people. It is like shattering a full body mirror. You are only fighting the image not the source of the image. 
which is your consciousness. Everything in your life from the way that your furniture is arranged to the way your life events play out is a direct result of the sum total of your thoughts. Wow. And I'm going to close it right there. Yeah, I'm going to close it right there. So as the minister departs or when the minister departs, we have to be very mindful of our thinking, right? We got to be very mindful of our ways so that we can survive, so that we can survive. Because if we're if if we don't believe based on what this just said, our, the life events that play out will reflect what we believe, our consciousness, not what we say. We all gonna say, "Oh, praise due to Allah." Yeah, I believe He going to the wheel and He gonna get. Oh, I'll praise due to Allah. Boy, He said we gonna. We know we know everything to say, but our consciousness, what we truly believe. Go, we got we to gotta feed our faith during this time while the sun is out. Huh? While the sun is out. So that we can have some boy when it gets dark. So that light can shine not from on out, but from within. So once the sun goes down, what comes out? And what do we see in the sky? Stars. Stars. So we got to start to uh, 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 shine out light that we're receiving now from him. Y'all ready for the minister? I know y'all tired of hearing me speak. I'm tired of speaking. No, I'm just playing. But uh, let's 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 hear the minister. I want to play this. This little clip that I played yesterday before I get started. And then we're going to look at seeking refuge in Allah. Here we go. I'm going to die too, but ain't now. It ain't now. So don't come here. Don't come here crying over Firecon. But I ain't going to see him no more. Yeah, for a while, I'll be out of your sight. For a while. I'm gonna tell you about it. The enemy don't want me to go where I'm going. I don't know whether Mother Tynetta knew that he was about to depart from among us for a while. But there he was in the bed at Mercy Hospital, and she was holding his hand. Brother Ishmael, Brother Rasul, Brother Ahmed, Sister Medea, those are the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's children from Mother Tynetta. They were very young then. And Mother Tynetta like any mother, if you see the breadwinner looking like he's going someplace, everybody gets a little rattled. Yeah. 
So she was holding his hand and she was asking him, how, how are we going to make it? Was there anything for me and the children? How are we going to make it? And he squeezed her hand and said four words. And those four words is the subject. Seek refuge in Allah. Wait. When somebody tells you and you're fearful of the future, you don't know what's going to happen when the person you've been looking to for leadership is going or gone. You have upset. How am I going to make it? What provision has been left for me? How will the nation function? The messenger's gone, and if the minister goes, how, how can I make it? And, of course, the words were, to her, seek refuge in Allah. I know that you should seek refuge in Allah. To my family that's here that don't know anything about Allah, I want you to try it. Ain't nothing wrong, you know, they tell you stuff. Try this. And if you don't work, then you get your money back. I'm not taking your money. I'm just try asking you to try God. He won't let you down. He wants to prove to you that he is real. So how do you seek refuge in God? Let me close with this. You have to know and believe that Allah, God, is sufficient for all our needs. I don't serve a God that is insufficient to supply my needs. I don't serve a God that in times of trouble I can't call on him and receive an answer. He's real. But we have to know how to get into him. 20 years in a prison cell can destroy you completely. But when you have a cause bigger than what puts you there, when you know how to call on God and you do it trusting that he will deliver you out of that situation, 
That's how you get through the hard times that life confronts us with. When the minister goes, even before he goes, the devil is going to make his move against me and against us. It's written in the book of Revelations. You can look it up, man. He, he's going after the remnant of the seed of the woman. We will make it through the darkness if we can know how to seek refuge in Allah. I'll close with these definitions. What does it mean to seek? It means to go in search of, to try to find or discover by searching or discovering. Allah has brought me through so many things that I can put my complete trust in him. In closing, Elijah Muhammad said to me one day, I don't know why he took this approach. He said, brother, if God can't save me, that's a sign that he can't save you. Took me three years to understand that he was not dead and that he was saved from a death plot. And you know, God is so bold, he tell the devil, do all you can. Don't spare nothing. That's my man. Go after him. And I'm willing to pay the ultimate price, though I don't think he's going to allow the devil to kill me. I don't think so. So my brothers that are here have watched me go through a lot, cancer, at death's door three times, Wow. Still cooking. Put your trust in Allah. The negative side of yourself starts with emotion. Emotion blinds you to reason. So I want to invite the Muslims and you, my Christian family, to the last two 
chapters of the Quran. They are the chapters of refuge. Listen. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, say, say, God is telling you to say something. It's a command. Say, I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn. from the evil of that which he has created. Now the darkness is on us now. It's going to get deeper and darker and more deep and more dark. But if your refuge is in the same Lord of the dawn, then he will take you through the darkness of the night into the dawn of a brand new day. There's a star, a very bright star, that is the star that signals the setting of the sun and the coming of night when the star sets. The same star is moving. And that star, you see it again at the breaking of the dawn. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bear with me a few more minutes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let, me, let me take some water. In the 53rd surah of the Quran, Allah says, by the star when it sets. And the scholars trying to seek wisdom from the revelation know that it's going to be a time of great calamity when the star sets. Some scholars say that so much affliction will come because it's the time of the Mahdi and the Messiah. And Satan is so upset because his world is coming down because of the presence of these two men who are two expressions of God. By the star when it sets. Look at what follows. Your companion is not, nor does he deviate. It's talking about your brother. Who is that star? In the darkness of the night, 
the wisdom of this star pierces the darkness and whenever you don't understand some reality in the world and its function people find their way to the mosque right now you're here because you know that the minister and the people with him got something to say about what's confusing you, what's upsetting you. But the star is setting. So the attack that Satan is going to come with, he's in error. Your companion is not. Now they're going to say he, he deviated. But the Quran said no, neither does he speak out of desire. I'm not trying to get you to follow me. I'm trying to get you to follow the man that I follow. Because the man that I follow has done well by me. So you sing this song, what he did for others, he can do for you. Well, look at me. You ain't got a black man bolder, braver, more courageous, wiser. And the white man didn't make me this way. It was my submission, my obedience to Elijah Muhammad and the God of Elijah that made me this way in front of you. I sought refuge in the Lord of the dawn from the evil of created things who gave you sex who yeah but the devil has taken sex and made it a means of destruction of our women and our men who are the freaks that design your clothes? Why are they showing us the beauty of your form? What is it that they're trying to extract from the man? They want us to act other than who we really are and to treat you less than who you really are. When a man only loves you for your form, Time will take care of that problem. Because your form won't be there down the road. Then what? Seek refuge from the intense darkness when it comes. I'm right there. Seek refuge in Allah from the evil of him who casts evil suggestions in firm resolution. Now the attack on the minister has to come. He deviated. 
He wants you to worship him. You'd be a fool if you did. I might slap you if you were dumb enough to say, I worship you, Farrakhan. I got to get the hell away from you. I'm not an object of worship. I'm not here to be worshipped. I'm here to be followed. I seek refuge in Allah from the evil of the envier when he envies. If you can get by that 113th surah, seeking refuge in God from all those things that are there, you got one more chapter of refuge to go through. I seek refuge in the Lord of men, the King of men, the God of men. From what? The evil whispering of a slinking devil that whispers into the hearts of men from among the jinn and the men. Oh, let me just break that down a little bit. Home. Look. There's only one Lord of men. That's he who created the man and nurtures him through every stage of development on his way toward perfection. The king of men. But since people like political leaders, in Islam, we don't have a king. Only Allah is the king. We say it, oh Allah, thou art the king. There is no God but thee. I seek refuge in the God of men. I got all three in one. It's not a trinity. the Lord of men, the King of men, the God of men, but I'm seeking refuge from the whispering. How many of you have whispered? Have you ever whispered? When you whisper, you're saying something to somebody you don't want somebody else to hear. Everybody can't get to your ear to whisper. See, it's the whispering of a slinking devil. Damn. The Arabic word for slinking, it says hiding. He's hiding and he peeps out and then he slinks back like he said nothing. A slinking devil. 
that whispers not into the ear not into the brain but into the heart of men now where that devil come from watch this now he whispers from among the gin don't mean somebody here drinking gin although some people do a lot of drinking of the gin and act the fool but the gin is the fiery nature of a human being that is underdeveloped now I'm gonna give you a picture how many of you have a newborn baby or you've been with a newborn baby and you've seen how the baby reacts when it wants something and you don't get it to him right away what does that baby do cry in what way have you seen the face get red black as the baby is face get red fire coming up out of the baby if it could cuss it would say god damn it give me that bottle or give me that breast Well, you're like that. I'm like that. We're like that when our emotions are disturbed. You get disappointed. Somebody hurt your feelings. The emotion comes up. Now that's the gin coming up. And then it starts whispering to you. Did you see what he did? That low-down nigga, he did. <laughs> and the whispering ain't outside. The whispering coming right up from you. And then it slinks like it didn't say nothing. Now your heart is on fire. That nigga didn't give me my job. I had a, 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 a raise coming and it disappointed me. I know what I'm going to do. See? Now evil is at the door because you're bowing to your emotions rather than developing your power to reason above your emotions. In this hour, you'll be talked to a lot by your own disappointments, by your own anger and frustration over things in your life that you evidently can't control. And you become bitter. That won't help you to make it through the night. Seek assistance, the Quran says, through patience and prayer. Can you be patient when the going gets rough? 
Can you hold on to your integrity? You're going to be tested. If the white man can get you upset, he will kill you. He'll do things to make you angry. Just to start something to give him power to kill you. Messengers say there's coming a time where he'll spit in your face. That's a hell of an insult. Oh, I have something for that. And the messenger said, the devil will say, that nigga's going to see the hereafter. He's a provocateur. He wants to get into the fight. We're going to have to fight now, but not on his stage. We erect our own stage when it comes to the fight. Seek refuge in Allah. God is real. He will. He will see us through. Thank you for listening. May Allah bless you as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. Man. Don't that give you some? Don't they? Don't that just give you a little faith? Don't that give you a little faith, man? Don't that? Don't that make you ah give you a little bit more strength for this dark hour that's coming? There's another part that I want to close out with. Sister Yasin actually said in the comment section. It's page four twenty two. If you got this closed in the gap book, the minister also talks about seeking refuge in Allah. Uh-oh, I see Coach Condon tapped in. Uh-oh. Let me move this over. Let me move this over. All right. Let's look at this. Let's skip down here where the minister says, uh, if we're going, it, well, if we're going through a period of intense darkness, this chapter is telling us that the darkness is not permanent. That's point number one. It's not permanent. Hold on. Hold on. I know it's difficult, but hold on. It's not permanent. After intense darkness comes the dawn of the new day. So we are exhorted to seek refuge in him who is the light of that dawn of a brand new day. Then you focus on the Lord of the dawn from the evil of what he and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in parentheses says what Yaqub created. Well, he created an opposing world. He created a world of sport and play, a world of rebellion against the way, the life and the law, the word of God. In this intense, intense darkness, this rebellion goes to its limits. This idea of his world goes to the extreme in tempting the believer to engage in those things that would make the believer unworthy of the dawn and to perish in the darkness. I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn from the evil of what he, Yaku created. What did he do? He made 
an opponent, an opposer to God. Now, I want to say something about this part right here. Brother Malik Muhammad, my study group coordinator, talked about how Master Far Muhammad was wise in the way that he set up our nation. Monday, we own it. Wednesday, we back on it. Friday, we back on it. Saturday, y'all back on it. Sunday, we back on it. So he, if we attend the way that we should attend, we don't have too much time. Now, we still got to come home and study. But there's not just this whole week, and then you know how we used to do, whole week, and then you attend on Sunday, where this whole week where the devil got his chance to pull us down. But that ain't the only point. The point that I want to make is in this nation of Islam, the accountability. Many run from the accountability part. See, this ain't no bedside Baptist type religion. And I'm not saying that to say that the Baptists are like that. I'm just saying bedside Baptists because y'all know we used to watch church from home, things of that nature. But if you don't come to study group, it ain't just, oh, okay, they ain't show up. Summer Lake and brother, uh, where you at? And why didn't you come? And then if you give a weak excuse, well, brother, you could have actually did this X, Y, and Z. See, now let me say this. When you in it, and you going through something and, and the reason that you kind of, you know what I mean, you not coming because it's not really a real reason and you really trying to work around, that can be irritating. Oh, brother, always calling, brother, brother, always trying. Yeah. See, let me say this. In this time, in this intense darkness, look, what, what did this just say? This idea of his world goes to the extreme and tempting the believer to engage in those things that will make the believer unworthy in the dawn. Those times become so valuable. You should appreciate that, that a brother will call you. You should appreciate that a sister will call you and say, hey, what's going on? Why are you not here for what you raise your hand for? That accountability piece will save some of us. That which we think, oh, but I ain't calling me for this. I always want to call for something with the mission. Yeah. Ain't that what you signed up for? Why are you mad at somebody calling you for what you signed up for? So I just thought about that. And this time, you're going you gonna to be glad that your brother called you and you wasn't able to go where you was thinking about going. All right, let's continue. I seek refuge in the Lord of dawn from the evil of what he, he Yaku created. What did he do? He made an opponent, an opposer to God. A Yusuf Ali translation says, I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn from the mischief of created things. Well, this is that Yaqub, the father of this world made, was a mischief maker. In the closing days and hours of his rule, he will make extreme mischief with created things. Well, what are the created things that he makes mischief with? He poisons the water. He poisons the air. He poisons the earth. He takes the natural inclination, the sexual drive in the human for reproduction, and he twists it into a grotesque manifestation of filth and debauchery. 
He takes the atom, which is a created thing, and he makes mischief with it. He takes chemistry, which is a created thing. He makes mischief with it. Boy, it sounds like his time almost up. It seems like he done made mischief with all these things already. In essence, all of us, the believer and the non-believer, have to pass through this terrible darkness. And watch this now. The only way out is to seek refuge in him who is the Lord of the dawn, the master of that new day, that new life, that new word, that new law that is eternal. I seek refuge in the Lord of dawn from the evil of what the Yakub made from the intense darkness when it comes. We are entering a very dark hour where all of this evil and mischief that the enemy has scientifically produced reaches its, reaches its apex. It creates a period of intense darkness or darkness that would not allow anyone in it to see past it unless our hope is in the Lord of the dawn. The Lord has given the believer light. That light is that which we must cling to in that hour of darkness and the hope in the Lord of the dawn that will give us get us through this darkness. I seek refuge in the Lord of Dawn from him who casts evil suggestions in firm resolutions. Oh, now this is a heavy one here. Oh, this is a heavy one. The enemy will make evil look appealing, so tempting that the suggestion of evil will make a great trial, particularly for the believer. For the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that the last great test of the believer that he has to go through to get to the other side is the fire of temptation. Well, what will the enemy tempt us with? He will tempt us with the things that we desire or the things that we want. He's well able to offer it with, of course, strings attached. But if our hope is in the Lord of the dawn, then we will pass up the evil suggestion that comes in a firm resolve and the evil of the envier when he envies. Now, he didn't speak on this, but also uh, y'all remember when 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 Jesus was walking with Peter and Peter said something a little off and Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. Was that Peter? Y'all remember that? Oh, I'm off on that. When he's walking with him, Peter say something. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. So I believe we too have to be mindful and on our posts, walk our posts, what? In the perfect manner, keeping what? Always on alert. Because it may come through your own brother. It may come through your own sister. Quran even talks about those you lay down with in your own home watch out now evil suggestion so they not necessarily saying it but it's a suggestion may come through a question may come very subtle hmm about your brother now we're going to see here in this chapter that it talks about us uniting with the believers and the believers coming together. Well, what about if it's one who's casting evil suggestions in the ear of the believer about you? Or what if you doing it about another brother and sister in Rome? Then 
The minister said that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that what you are accusing the other of, the weight of his judgment, I believe, that weight will be on you. Woe to the slanderer. Woe to the defamer. But you're not doing it just outright because you're weak. But you would do it through a, through a, hey, man, uh, man I wonder why that brother ain't. Mm, what you trying? You trying to drop a seed on me? If you wonder why the brother ain't, go call him. Text him. Inbox him like you inbox me. You can inbox him. Ask him. Matter of fact, let's do a little group chat so I can see what his answer was. See, in that type of hour, that's the type of, that's the type of, yeah, we got to be on. Because what if that's a good brother? What if that's a good sister? And you letting them drop that seed on you through an evil suggestion. Come on now. Let's continue, though. Well, there's a lot of envy in the world. But the greatest envy is the envy of the enemy of God who sees a people that he has trodden underfoot supplanting his rule. So envy is the mother of hatred. Hatred is the mother of murder. Uh-oh, God, God Almighty, we got to stick right there now. Ooh. So envy is the mother of hatred, and hatred is the mother of murder. Wow. It is the murder of the righteous out of the envy of the wicked for the great position that God is giving to the righteous. Now, this has led to physical murder, of course. We have seen that. But they try to, they may try to murder your character, murder your success, murder your connections, murder your financial life. See, envy is, is the ministers say you can't really detect envy. It ain't got no look on it. You can detect, ain't he may mad. Oh, oh, she's sad. Oh, that brother happy. But envy? Ah, oh, it may come with a smile. It may come speaking the language. See? So we got to be very careful and alert because there are those who are already trying to murder you. And watch this. They have, for some, have already murdered you and you didn't even know it. It's some things you didn't gave up on because of what somebody done said. And you don't even realize you gave up because of a thought that was put in your head. You done been murdered. Oh, goodness. Look at this. Those of us who know what that position is and are trying to qualify to be a part of what God makes new must be able to get through the hatred, the murder, and really the overshadowing of death. Boy, that's some heavy stuff, ain't it, boy? The minister, man, listen, if you, I ain't I seek refuge in the Lord of the done from the evil of the envier when he envies. All of these things contribute to the intense darkness. All of these things are used to trick and trip the believer up, making them doubt what God is preparing him or her for. Oh, let me, let me highlight that. 
all of these things, everything, when I was, when we was reading this, all the things that came up in your mind, because you know a picture came in your mind. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, I'm, you, you picturing where this may be in your life right now. Watch this. All of these things are used to trick and trip up the believer, making them doubt what God is preparing him or her for. All of these are part of one great evil that produces the intense darkness. But these are components of that darkness. All right. And that the last chapter says, I seek refuge in the Lord of men, the king of men and the God of men. Well, he's the nurturer of men. He's our only sovereign. He is the true God. So we should seek refuge in him from the evil whispering of a slinking devil who whispers into the hearts of men. Uh oh. That's that, that's that, that's that voice that you hear. Y'all know on them cartoons where they got the devil on this side and the angel on this side. See, that's symbolism of what goes on within every day. Brother Ben, don't do that. Boy, go on and do it. Boy, you know you're not supposed to do that. Man, you'll be all right. Ooh, that's that gin. Man, go talk to the brother directly. Man, forget that nigga. He ain't gonna, he ain't gonna respond to me. Uh-oh. Now you know if you got a problem, go ask him about it. Go address it. But what what comes up? Man, that nigga arrogant. Nigga ain't gonna say nothing back. Yeah, I ain't nobody. But you'll go say it to see? It's a constant battle that we go through with that evil whisper from within. All of these things contribute to the intense darkness. All of no, I don't already said that part. My bad. Hearts of men. Well, when you're going through all of that, you're going through in the proceeding chapter. What comes up in your heart and mind? What whispering comes up in your own self that takes you away from the reward of faithfulness? These whisperings not only come from self, but it comes from outside of self, from among the jinn and the men. The minister explains, because y'all know this, we don't believe in no spookism. I know some think the jinn is some ghosts. and uh -uh. Jinn here, as the Holy Quran and the scholars say, represents those fiery spirits. But to me, it represents those who have not been nurtured into the divine. So they are very emotional beings. The fire of anger, the fire of disappointment, the fire of deception, betrayal. These are emotions that come from those who may surround the believer. So be very, so to me, this is, this is giving us uh, guidance. Be mindful of those who are quick to anger, always disappointed, and very emotional. This is where the gin is coming up from. These are, these are the emotions that come from those that's going to be among us. And what? In us. Don't get it twisted now. There are, there are whisperings from within ourselves when we don't understand or getting weak in our faith or whispering that comes from those around us who have not matured into the word of God. See, that's, that's key. We got to be careful. 
Because you may be listening to somebody who you love, who you care. Wow, man, this is some good stuff. We may be listening to somebody who may be your mentor, who may be who you really in love with or love, who who have given you good advice, who have been there for you and, and have been right in other instances. But what? But who have not matured in the word of God. So they perspective in certain areas ain't coming from the perspective of God and they may be off because it's not coming from the, they not matured in the word of God. You may be matured in, in hoodology, huh? Yeah, you know how to survive and you know, you know how to tell if a nigga, you know, okay, he on some. Yeah, you may be good for that. You may know street code, street language. I can depend on you for that. But when it comes to this intense darkness, when it comes to us elevating as human beings, you ain't matured in the word of God yet, though. So on that part, you actually may be off. And if I and if I'm see if 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 if, if I don't analyze that and have discernment properly, I, I love you for all of this other stuff you gave me. And then I done took on your advice when it comes to this hero. And now you done misled me. Not on purpose, but you just ain't there yet to give me God's perspective on this. How can you have his perspective if you ain't in his word? See, you call. See, when somebody giving you relationship advice and listen, is it coming from God or is it coming from your own? Disappointment Is it coming from your own dissatisfaction With your ex-man With your ex-woman Or is it coming from your own View from your parents From back in the day See this is See, see this is Some good stuff man If we look at it There are very emotional persons who are guided by their feelings rather than by intelligence. This, this is the book now. Then whispering that comes from men, men to me, meaning more mature people, mature in the word of God, mature in the way of God. But the arc deceiver has affected them. As the Bible teaches, the dragon would take down a third part of the stars of heaven. I remember Brother Winford asked me about that. He said, what do you think that mean, brother? The dragon would take down a third part of the stars. Y'all know me. I don't know, brother. I'm not finna try to make nothing up. But sure, I ain't, you gonna let me, I don't know that one, brother. Well, here it is, Brother Winford. The dragon would take down a third part of the stars of heaven. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, this is not just talking about scholars of Islam. But some of the holy wise scientists themselves, whoo, good God almighty, the holy wise scientists themselves too. If a scientist goes down and he starts whispering into the hearts of believers that are on the path of faith, that's a heavy, heavy trial for us. Come on now. Let me, let me, let me stop right there. Good man. Now I don't know who a scientist and who not a scientist, but I'm a, I'm going to see if I can bring this down to modern time, even for me. I may look at certain brothers as scientists or as, as good brothers, strong, foremost brothers. Man, they've been in a nation longer than me. I look up to them. To me, how I'm, how I'm looking at this, 
if Satan get to them who we have admired, who've been around the minister, uh, walk with the minister. So we admire they every word because we feel like, man, they, they was close to the sun. What this says is if a scientist goes down and he starts whispering into the hearts of the believers, that's a heavy trial for us. So even the one who you believe, they'll never get that brother. They'll never get that sister. Always stay on guard. And we got to be in that word so that we can hear our father's voice. Even if it's from a brother who is our mentor, a sister who's our mentor, who we just know, know that word, who we know, know the teaching. We still, we still got to be listening. Because they, they, they liable to be emotional just like us. They liable to go through things and kind of get off just like us. Man, this is some, boy, this is heavy here, ain't it, boy? Look at this. My goodness, look at this. It says, uh, so hold fast to that as the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught that would never break off from us unless we break off from it. The Holy Quran says, hold fast to the rope of Islam and be not disunited. Well, under trial, like the ones in the chapter 113 and 114, it will be hard to remain united with that which becomes victim of the darkness of the evil suggestions of the hatred. Of the murder plots of the whispering. So Allah says in the Quran, he will separate us. And put like with like. Uh-oh. Oh. So under such darkness, the hypocrites will be with the hypocrites. The disbelievers will be with the disbelievers. And through the darkness, the believers carrying his light will, with him, will find another believer and remain united with those who persevere and are steadfast under such a tremendous trial. Mama. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave us a prayer to say it is a prayer of refuge. This prayer of refuge, the, whole, the, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad asked us to say it seven times a day. I seek refuge in Allah from anxiety and grief, from the lack of strength and laziness, from cowardice and niggardliness, from being overpowered by debt in the oppression of men. The supplicant asks, suffice thou me with what is lawful and keep me away from what is prohibited and with thy grace, make me free from want of what is beside thee. If we acted on this prayer and the things that this prayer is asking Allah to give us refuge from, this ties to the last two chapters of refuge. Because when the darkness comes and so many fall, we will be full of anxiety. We may lose cherished possessions and people whom we love, which bring about grief. Oh, man. In that hour, we seek refuge from anxiety and grief and then the loss of strength. Which is attacking our faith. For the scripture says the race is not to the swift or the strong, but to that one who can endure to the end. That is great faith, great strength. When you seek refuge in Allah from the lack of strength 
And then the lack of strength makes one lazy in the performance of duty. Come on now, y'all. Y'all know them times where you get weak in faith and you stop talking about the teachings. Oh, but I'm focusing on myself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just laying low for a little bit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something done struck you. Something done struck you. No matter how you put it, something done struck you. Yeah. Because even though we're going through a dark period, that does not absolve us from requisite duty. There it is. Say that one more again. I'm sorry, let me speak right. Let me say that one more time. Because even though we're going through a dark period that does not absolve us from requisite duty, duty to God, duty to self, duty to wife, duty to children, duty to community, duty to nation. And I believe that this is in order. I don't think the minister just say things like that. Let's look at the order one more time. Duty starts with this. Duty to God, duty to self, duty to wife or husband, duty to children, duty to community, duty to nation. I believe he put that in order. So when you lose strength, then you become lazy in the performance of duty. Shout out to Sister Angelica. I see you down now. He said work. Brother James Hall, I see you down there. Then, of course, you seek refuge from niggliness. What is this next word? Miserliness? I ain't never heard that word. So I'm going to skip that one because I don't want to misrepresent it. Not willing to share what we know or what we have with fellow suffering. Let me look it up. Let me not just skip it. Let me look it up. I ain't never heard that word there. Y'all ever read something and say, man, I ain't a mis miserliness. Let's look that up. Wow, let's look at how it sound. How you say that, Google? Miserliness. Miserliness. Wow, that's a new word. That means excessive desire to save money, extreme meanness. That's a new word, there. That's a new word. Word of the day. Word of the day. Okay, miserliness. But the minister is a master ain't in that English. Not willing to share what we know or what we have with the fellow suffering believer. In that hour, famine may arise in the land. If the believer has a bowl of soup and brother believer has none, then a brother believer has a claim of half of that bowl. But if we niggardly, niggardly or miserly and want to hoard and hold, then we are doubting that Allah will be for, sufficient for us. That's why the brotherhood and sisterhood got to be tight. See what I'm saying? How I'm going to share a, barrel of, a bowl of bean soup with somebody Boy, that country came out right there on that scene. And then how I'm going to share a bowl of bean soup with somebody who I think is against me, who I think done slandered me. See what I'm saying? Who, who I feel really envy. You see what I'm saying? Now, you may be willing to do it, but it make it hard. 
We seek refuge from anxiety and grief, from the lack of strength and laziness, and from cowardice and niggardliness. Niggardliness is cowardice because it shows fear that the God would not suffice me tomorrow as he sufficed me today. So I should be niggardly with my substance today in fear that I won't have something tomorrow. Cowardice in the hour of trial will cause us to fail. So we must seek refuge in Allah and challenge what we fear. Allah says, surely I will try you with something of fear, hunger, loss of property, loss of life, diminution of fruit. So give good news to those who are patient and steadfast under trial because they seek refuge in Allah, the Lord of dawn, the Lord of men, the king of men and the God of men. Then I seek refuge from being overpowered by debt and the oppression of men. Debt is a form of slavery and oppression. So in a dark hour, you want to you don't want to get into debt. You want to strive to get out of debt because by means of debt, you will be oppressed. I'll take your car. I'll take your home. I'll take whatever you owe because you don't have money to pay your note. Then you lose it. Well, seek refuge in Allah. Lastly, suffice thou me with what is lawful. In a season of great temptation, when evil is made fair seeming, please. Allah, suffice me, be sufficient for me in what is lawful in your sight and make me free from any want of what is beside what you want for me and us. If we can do that, more than likely we will survive the darkness into the dawn of a brand new day. Praise be to Allah. Hey, man, let's hear some feedback. Press one on the Zoom if y'all got some feedback. Man, seeking refuge in Allah. Let's hear y'all thoughts on the Zoom. Go ahead and press press one if y'all got something that you would like to share over on the premium call Zoom. Come on, y'all. Don't all press one at the same time. Come on now. The minister done gave us all that medicine and y'all ain't got nothing to say. Come on now. The minister done gave us a whole. He done showed us how to get through the trial. How to get through the dark hour. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Let's go to Brother Daniel. Brother Daniel 6X. Go ahead. Brother Daniel, go ahead. You can unmute yourself. Hold on a minute. Make sure they got the unmute thing off. Okay, go ahead. You should be able to unmute yourself now. Try it now. Yes, sir. I, I could do it now. Great brother. Um, <laughs> it was so much wisdom shared. Only thing I could do is uh, bear witness and give some type of self-examination to, to the wisdom that's already been shared. Um, I bear witness to that last temptation being, the last trial being the fire of temptation. Um, the minister named uh, a plethora of things that the believer would be tempted with. Um, I'll be honest, I'm more active now, and not just in activity, but my spirit seems to be more involved and genuine in just 26 years in the nation. And I'll be honest, even with my activity and spirit, if I didn't study at home and do those things and carry that mass meeting to my home, I would be overridden by the whispering. So the meetings are a check and it gives me something to carry of light with me that I can have a stronger light in my home 
to be totally absent from the teachings, these Zoom calls, the meetings. All of this is so necessary in this hour to keep us and myself afloat. I, I can't say enough to it because the intense darkness is very, 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 very dark and strong. And um, I also think about the internal fight that you spoke of, dear brother, where that, that fiery spirit, that gin, that was mentioned in my class last night, not to go into it, but we spoke about that fire that rises in the heart when we're being challenged by whomever that challenge comes from. That fire rises up, that rebellion, that prideness, that foolish internal wobble that we got to put in check. And um, we had come to the conclusion that the more we study, the greater the knowledge, which increases the faith the better chance we have. And also when you spoke about somebody whispering something mm. that's off, I was looking at that. If I'm ignorant to the word, how would I know if somebody, I learned a new word, trying to cap me or come with some sidewinder stuff trying to pull me down, whether it be a star that has fallen or just a common believer. So I know that the study is so important because we must be able to be inoculated and have some internal barometer. So if somebody trying to inject something that's wrong, we can have the natural defenses on the inside to check that thought. But if I'm ignorant, then that thought goes in, that whispering devil, and it finds a firm resting place because I'm ignorant to the word. So I won't, I won't be long with it. The only thing I can say is I bear complete witness to the fact that these trials are happening. They are great trials. And um, it's not a question of if. Because they're happening. And if I think they're not happening, then I'm already dead and blind. Because the minister speaks exact fact that we will go through this in a dark hour and our successful going through it is based on our faith. And this is part of what we have to go through to get to the next level. Thank you, great brother. Oh, all praise is due to Allah. Let's go to uh, Sister Yolanda. Sister Yolanda. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Oh my goodness, fire, fire, fire. Today I don't bring my clothes in a gal book so I can read along. It's the day you read out of it. But Allah is God and it is all well. Um, how God gets our attention. The uh, scriptures in Numbers chapter 22, verses 15 through 35, it, it's a situation and um, it's quoted, a whistle gets our attention quickly. So in that situation, with, I, I can't pronounce his name properly, Balaam, B-A-L-A-A-M, in a situation with a donkey in that scripture passage so i was reading something and it states how a whistle gets our attention have you ever considered that god has a whistle sometimes he blows the whistle on us when we are in situations i think as you mentioned the duality that that the person on that left and that right shoulder and you're like hey since you long you know you don't you even do that. Don't do that. Then the other side, hey, who going to know you doing it? Just go ahead and do it for right now. But we had so the honorable going on inside of us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a video of the minister. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, sir. So, so.
sometimes he uses a restless spirit or some vague dissatisfaction with one's life. At other times, it may be a scripture passage or something a person says that causes us to pause. Whatever the situation the Lord uses, our response should be to quickly seek him in prayer, which goes along with what you were speaking of today. Seek refuge in the law. The next time the Lord interrupts your life in any way, let the situation prompt you to turn to him and seek his guidance, which for me, when some come up funny. OK, if the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was here, what would he say if he see my response? What would he say if he see my thoughts and what I'm thinking? Let me rise above emotions into the thinking of God. I got to talk to myself because if I don't talk to myself, sometimes those uh EU suggestions and firm resolutions that's quietly whispering, that Jen whispering to me, I might fall prey to that. So for Sister Yolanda, she got to speak out loud. Hey, 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 nope, gone on over there. Go get on your prayer rub. Go read the stress. Hey, cut on a power call. What did y'all just go through this morning? I got to revert back to my teachings so that I can stay high when people go low. And just last night, I found myself weeping a little bit after my continuous studying, I'm like, damn, why can't these people get it together? And then I started feeling the Lord down. But then the Lord tapped me and was like, hey, hey, what you doing? I thought you're supposed to be seeking refuge in me. You know better. You know why the people are in the condition that they're in. Continue to work on yourself. You got the thoughts. Don't allow them thoughts to come into your mind. Keep your eye on the sparrow. So all of this good today, and even I was being witnesses in the comments. I got to seek inward first before I can go on the outside. Because sometimes I kill, I murder myself. I didn't do something correctly. Like, dang, see, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it right. I kill myself. A, den a denial is just a delay for what's to come. I can't get down in the dumps because it didn't happen the first time. I, I got to keep myself up. A practical application of these teachings. How God gets our attention. What am I doing with his time? Asalaamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Salaam. Thank you, ma'am. Let me uh... cherish. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Let's go over to do, 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 who is that? Brother Wesley. Brother Wesley. Yes, sir. Praise be to Allah. Um, again, fire emojis all day for for this session that we're having today. What what stood out the most to me um is when you we played the video of the minister um on that seek refuge in Allah and he brought out how the negative side of self starts with emotion um and how emotions can blind you and that that is so true and I think of even in my own situation because this to me is like self improvement study group as well where for me the times where I felt as if I didn't know what to do is because I was so emotional in the mo in the moment in the fact of what I feel like I'm not getting or what I'm not um, able to do at the time, just like Sister Yolanda said, we, you know, I, I, I too feel like I'm the king of uh, beating myself up. You know what I mean? When I, when things don't go the way that I think it should go, 
Um, and it just for me as well, when you hear certain things as you as we we've been learning about these whisperings, and it took me to um the study guide 20 that we're in right now, um, on page 40, where um the minister was saying that when you become one with the law, God, then you know him in a hint, you know him in a sign, you hear his word, you see his word. And you bring things out of the word that maybe others cannot see because the quality of your heart and its closeness to a lot. So for me, uh, that's for me to be able for, I take it as I need to make sure that I'm in my books, in the studying um, as well, because let's go ahead and do the right thing now and not allow that uh, self-accusing spirit to be quieted or turn the volume down on that self-accusing spirit where I find a reason to still um, do what I know is not right as well. And then also, and hearing like you brought up as well, where you may have those that you admire, those who've been in the nation for a while, and they may deviate and they may say things that cause you to want to justify as well. But you have to be able to stay in these studies and reading the book and go see for yourself. Like even when we do the power call, I make sure that I go grab my book so I can read it along with you or with the brothers and sisters that are sharing as well so that I can really uh, take it in fully and not just hearing it, but I want to see it as well. So I can make sure that it's really in my mind, in my heart. So when I do hear things that deviate or people make comments or suggestions that deviate from these teachings and their own interpretations of them, I'm able to correct, or at least for myself, protect myself from um, following those who don't uh, understand the truth or believe what I believe as well. So I appreciate this as well. These great reminders. I'll definitely be watching the replay again to get some more of this. So I, uh, I'll praise due to Allah for this. Praise be to Allah. For those who may be tuning in on Facebook or uh, YouTube, go over to www.thepowercall.net and you can join our community. We got like our own app. This is where we share the replays. We chat with each other. You can create your own profile everything if you go on the premium side we have courses business courses uh disaster preparedness course i think is coming up today uh this week sometime so uh www.thepowercall.net you always have access to these calls for free but it's just a way for us to stay together and i think even that would be important during this time at least on social media go to your mosque your study group of course get with those believers but those who don't even have a mosque in their city a study group in their city through this app we can stay connected anybody need anything we can start dialogue and during that intense trial we're gonna we're gonna need each other let's go to sister yasina i can't hear you Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Right. Well, okay, so mine is on page 418 where the minister says, quote, there is no believer that has not been tried who placed their trust in him. And he saw you through with little things. Then he gives you a bigger trial and a bigger trial and even misfortune in your life, even loss of property, loss of fruit, loss of life. You go... You go to him and he brings you through. Then then what is he teaching us through all these lessons in our endeavor to serve him? He's saying, my servant, put your trust in me. I will see you through. And then the minister talks about how sometimes we turn away from refuge. And we ask that, you know, ask why me? So we go into this whole why me syndrome, you know, with our violin. And this is me talking to me. So y'all just privy to this conversation. Um, and Dr. Ava said, you know, 
ask God, what instead of saying, why me? Say, why not me? Because there's nothing that Allah, there's nothing we go through that Allah hasn't already prepared an outcome for. We just have to go through it. And if we look at it like it's um, like a test as opposed to a trial, if we study, if we study for the pre previous test and we pass those tests, then we should look for a bigger test because the bigger test, that's where you get your, in, you know, in school, you get your master's degree, your doctor's degree, your blah, blah, blah degree. So it's the same thing in life. The more we the more we seek refuge in Allah and look at him, he's the testator. So he's the professor that's given us the test in life. So that was one of my takeaways. And then when you when we were talking about Peter, when you mentioned Peter and Jesus, um, when when Peter said to Jesus, get thee behind me, Peter was talking about, you know, uh, he didn't think Jesus was going to go through the trials and he didn't think they were going to come get him and all of that. Brother Rasul said that he said the same thing similar to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and that's the response that the minister gave him. And he said he had to look at himself and then look at his walk in faith. He said, so he went back to scripture and he read scripture and he, and, and he said to himself, he said, I know the minister has to go through this. And so, you know, for me, that was a bearing a witness for me. I was just listening to that the other day. Um, well, we think that we're not supposed to go through something or the minister's not going to go through something. Having that doubt in Thomas, that Peter attitude, we have to get behind, get, you know, get past that. And just remember, troubles don't last always. We, when we go through the darkness, there's always the daylight on the other side. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam. We're going to end with Brother Jax. Go ahead, Brother Jax. Assalamu alaikum, fam. Can you hear me? salam. Yes, sir. Uh, peace be unto you all. Uh, I had to take notes. I don't want to forget nothing. When you were talking about uh, the communication problem, uh, I have a problem with the communication. And sometimes I might, uh, you know, speak on something, and if I don't get the answer, that I want to hear, then I'm mad. And, uh, you know, I let my emotions get the best of me because, you know, as a man, you want to you wanna give the right guidance. And most of the time when you're speaking out of your mouth, you might think you're saying the right thing. But again, it comes to knowing the word, knowing Allah and the message that he gave us. And if I'm not guiding the person the right way, and I don't get what I want. I can't lean on my emotions. You know, you can't get mad because the person might not have accepted what you said. You know, I have to lean onto Allah and the word to figure out if this person is listening or if I'm sending the right if if I'm sending the right message. And uh, like when you say you might uh, the person might be off, so you get to thinking. I get to thinking like, well, the person didn't perceive what I what I spoke on the right way, and maybe I thought I spoke it the right way, am I off? You know, is this person off? And me being a newborn in Islam, trying to teach the little I do know, but also being a person from the streets and people knowing my background, the knowledge that I do have may seem off or misguided. 
And I know that, you know, like uh, Brother Wesley said, emotions blind you. So if someone doesn't take heed or listen, you get mad, you get irritated. Because what I'm saying probably came from the teacher. But before that and after that, my conversation might not be on a high level. And I can't expect somebody to listen when I'm, I'm talking on a low level. But out of nowhere, I come with the message from, you know, Allah, or I come with an insert of what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said. I got to, you know, I got to stand my teachings throughout the day and be the person that I'm supposed to be instead of trying to, you know, be the person that they want me to be for that moment. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you. Walaikum salam. Great point. I want to end with something from the minister as we close. Because during this time and even during the dark time, we're going to make some mistakes. Uh, you're going to fall short. And the intense darkness is already heavy enough. So don't get down on yourself when the intense darkness is already going to be weighing you down. We have to pick ourselves back up again. So I want to share something from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. As we close to give us some guidance and father, fatherly love. All right. Here it is. Cherish who you are. You're going to make mistakes. Don't worry about that. We all make them. If we were perfect, the Savior wouldn't have had to come. If we were clean, he wouldn't have to be merciful. <laughs> if, if we didn't mess up. He wouldn't have to be asked for forgiveness. So since we ask for forgiveness, we ask him to show us mercy. Please, Allah, help us. We have been unjust to ourselves. And we confess our faults. Don't confess them to me. Because I don't want to hear them. It ain't none of my business. It's between you. And you're a merciful God. So whenever you make a mistake and you fall down, don't stay down. Get back up. Dust yourself off. Go on in the closet or some special place where you can be quiet and talk to the one who came for you. Came because he loved you and came because in his mind, he looks beyond our faults and sees our need. And in his mind, he sees you how he's gonna make you. He said, I can stand or sit on top of the mountain and say that the most beautiful nation is in the wilderness of North America. But don't let me catch you weighing other than yourself in regards to living the life and weighing properly. So the future is yours. Put your hands in Allah's hands. Hold his hand tight and know that if others fail you, Allah never will. And uh, one last thing. Uh, 
go check out www.thepowercall.net. Uh, those of you all who are in the Power Call community, please go leave your testimonial, what you got out of today. Um, uh, leave your feedback, your thoughts on the message for today. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, 8 a.m. Central Time. And please start inviting a friend. Invite somebody on. If you're getting some type of value out of it, whether you claim to be Muslim or not, invite somebody, man, because this intense darkness that's coming, these trials that's coming, not just coming for the Muslims. It's coming for all of us as a people, man. We all going to be going through it, man. So we all need a word that we can hold on to. We all need a community of believers whether you so-called believe in Allah or not, because it's, it's God Allah saying words in different languages. We got different rituals, but the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, from the minister says, hey, man, or the minister said five. Your mother said five plus two equals seven. Mine saying six plus one equals seven. Yours saying seven plus zero equals seven. And we arguing about which, which mama got the best equation. They all getting to the same answer, seven. We may get there in different ways, different manners, you know, two opposite sides of the mountain. But we climbing up the same mountain. We all just want to strive to be upright to him who originated the heavens and the earth. So I thank you all for listening and I'll see you guys inshallah tomorrow, 8 a.m. Central Time. Assalamu alaikum. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.